Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perrone, CLUCIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perrone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Iliud Sanchez. Welcome to the program, Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Iliud, thank you for taking the time to come in and talk to us about your very successful business and your journey. Uh, Thank you for having me, Tom. I'm happy to be here. Uh, uh, For the audience, uh, full disclosure, Iliud and I and Austin, his son, and Joe Perrone had a nice lunch last week and it was very nice because we really got to know each other very well and there was a bound a bounding a binding and uh type of chemistry going on and i learned so much about him his family and his journey and i want to talk to you about that today oh you yeah you have a good story but i guess the first thing people would say is how'd you get started in the martial arts I've always had a love for a time mom ever since I was little. Um, you know, I wanted to do it. Parents couldn't afford to get me into it at the time. And then when I landed my first job at 16, I sort of ran straight to a dojo, took lessons and didn't look back. And that was 1975. So a couple of years ago. But um, yeah, you know what? I just had a love for it and then just grew from there. And I mean, after I went to the military and went from base to base and you know, got more experience behind me. I came back and um, was working at Sikorsky Aircraft at the time. And my instructor asked me if I wanted, wanted to manage one of his schools. So that was actually my start. That was in 1986. And I did. I, I, I taught for him for a year. And then um, I bought it from him a year later. And then the rest is history. Been doing it ever since. And it's very successful. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because what you're really saying and it, on point here is it something you had such a passion for from the time you were a little kid to now? Yes. yes. So it's not like work, is it? It's it's your playtime. I I can't tell you how fortunate I am to go in there every day and just like do something that I love. I mean, I, who, who gets it? I mean, some people do get to do that, but that that's that's what it's all about doing something that you love. And and you know. Um, Maybe you never thought of this, but obviously you're very successful. You've been running it since 1986. Have you ever thought of what the things that you've done that created this successful career for you? Have you ever kind of analyzed it? Um, yeah, I, I've always tried to, you know, stay as a student. I, I want to be a student of everything, um, not only the art itself, but also, you know, how do I keep my business successful how do i keep this thing going you know um that's what we're always, always growing i always talk with that that theory and i think you and i discussed it before that kaizen that that constant never-ending improvement um you know if you're not learning you're not growing and i think that's a that's a lifelong 
journey. You know, you, you've got to always be willing to like, okay, what can we do? And, you know, now with the way things are, I mean, you have to adapt almost on the daily to, to different changes. So, you know, you, you have to be able to learn what, what's, what's new, what's new and improved. What's new and improved. And as you grow, it almost takes on a new learning curve in and of itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, as you're growing and now lost in your son, who's really instructing and doing it's coming more into the business part of it. All of a sudden, you've got to learn more to be ahead of him on this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what's happening here, and I'll, I'll tell the audience, is that um, Iliad's son, Austin's a very talented kid. And now, instead of just instructing, he's helping Iliad with the business part of it, which is a whole new ballgame for Austin. But good for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate in, in that he grew up in the school. And uh, so he, he knows that, you know, he, he knows how to build relationships. Boy, he, he's ace at that. He, he's, he can do that, no problem. Um, teaching, he's a master on the floor. He's great. Now, getting into the enterprising aspect of it, that's a different ballgame. And so that's, like you said, that's what I've got to do now to stay ahead of the curve on that with him. But um, he's learning. He's learning. He's learning, but it's important because what the, the message here is that people that are trying to build middle management, and that's what we're talking about, have right. got to almost regroup themselves in their mindset to help people and teach them things that maybe you don't want to let go, but you have to, right? You have to. You can't do it all yourself. You know, if you're if you're not delegate, it it takes a team or in a business, and you know that time. Um, if you think you're going to micromanage or be all over the place at the same time that maybe starting out initially you have to wear all those hats but after a while if you're going to grow in any way you you have to be able to have that team yeah you have to be able to delegate and get other people going so what, yeah, what, yeah. Do, you, what do you think um what what do you think makes some people very successful while other people struggle what, what do you think are some of the elements of the successful people that the people that are struggling don't have? I think it's just like many people go out, they learn, they read, they go to seminars, they take courses, they do whatever, they meet with other business professionals. And, and you know, they, they say, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm learning this, I'm, I'm doing that. But they don't take action. They don't follow through. You can have all the information in the world, you know, at your fingertips or whatever. And if you're not following through and you're you're not taking action on it it's it's nothing I, we, you you've heard that before knowledge is what potential not power it's potential power if you're not going to follow through you're going to take not going to take the action it's not going to happen and you robert ringer wrote, wrote a good book and the book name of the book is action and he that's exactly what he says you could have all the theories and concepts in the world but if you're not going to take that step forward and try things it's not it's worthless you know um what what now you're if I took away the martial arts and I said, Iliad, you're a business owner, what do you think concerns you the most about being in business as a business owner? Making sure that I keep that business, um, lack of a better term, on the cutting edge. You want to stay, okay, what's, how do I get new, you know, clients coming in and my new students, how do I get them, how do I, how do I keep them? You know, how to keep them happy. Also with um, support staff, you know, how do I get my uh, instructors trained? How do, how do I make, keep those instructors, pay them well, you know, ha- have them, give them some type of longevity. So I think that's my biggest challenge. Like, okay, 
I ha- I've, we- I've built this business and I've got to maintain it. And a lot of us, you know, we're on that like, you know, automatic pilot, you know, we're on that autopilot, we're, we're, we're going coasting right along. But if you're not inspecting things, you know, you know, inspect what you expect. If you're not ex- inspecting what's going on in, in your house, in your facility, um, yeah, it might it may not be there after a while. You know, how many businesses have we known that have these, these giants that they're gone? You know, so. And, you know, you're right, because we've been talking about middle management and having people in place so you could delegate a lot. But if, being responsible as a business owner, you still have two or three major things that you need to be aware of, even if other people are doing it. And you're right. You bring it up like a house. If you 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 did all the work in your house that you had to bring it up to par, you still have to make sure you're aware of what needs maintenance down the road. And if you don't, mm-hmm. it's going to fall apart, right? Exactly. Yes. Yes. It's, it's interesting. Um and, and I talk about key drivers, you know, people, first of all, you have employees that have been with you a long time. Uh, that tells me that you have some values in your business because they like being there. What do you think some of the key strategies and values which have helped you grow and keep people are, Iliud, that you, that's been successful for you? Um, I sort of respect them as individuals, you know. I, they respect me. I reciprocate it. I, I listen to any concerns they might have that, that come up, and I value them as people. You know, I mean, yeah, the they've been students maybe at one time, not not all of them, but they've been students. Um, they, they they then they become employees, and, and they're with me. They know my philosophy. You know, they they know what our mission is. We're we're here to build life for these young kids and get them used to going off and becoming, you know, good citizens, good at whatever they do, just going on a um, you know, succeed in life. So they're sort of like mirroring my what I have up here in my head. And I guess that's why they stay. I mean, you know, it's just how I treat them, you know, and the environment that we have. I mean, I, I, I'm fortunate, Tom, because I think I, I, I told you before, I've had people with me that they were kids when they took karate. Now they're back. These people, two of, two of my employees have masters. Another one, um, is finishing up her degree in finance. It's, it's just, it's, I'm just in such a good place with these guys. And they, and they say, Oh, it's because of you, Mr. S, you know, you're the one that made me this way. And you know, I, and again, I'm not blowing my own horn here, but just, I value them genuinely value them, you know, and, and treat them well. And that's why they stay around. And, and, you know, well, that comes down to the value judgment of how, and the values that you use as a human being, you're treating them with total respect, and I know that because I find I talk to a lot of business owners who have a problem keeping employees, and I I could trace it right back to how they're treating them, how they listen to them, uh, the long term values that they give or don't give. Uh, you know, if you have a good value system and you're keeping good employees, it's easy to get employees to employees to come and work for you because the re- it's like Trader Joe's, isn't it? It's easy to get. Oh. Yeah, you know, good culture. Yeah, you, you're working. Um, you started to say uh, how people will stay there. Your employees are so valuable at let, letting you know what goes on. I mean, if you're listening, you know, listen to your employees, ask them, listen, because they're in the trenches. They're the, they've got the hands on every day. Who, who, who better than to, to say, hey, what's going on here? What's going on there? 
you know, yeah, you're, you're, you're the person in charge, you're overseeing things, but they know so much. They're like invaluable and they, with their input. You just got to listen. I, and you know, no questions to ask, of course, you know, yeah. but uh, when they answer genuinely listen, cause uh, yeah, they, they come up with so many good ideas. When, when you, I know you had a passion and that's how you started in the business, you know, you had the passion, but why did you start this business? Um, I, I've had so many jobs, right. Working in, in, in the military and, and then, you know, when I, when I got out, you know, little jobs here and there and just going on and was always fascinated. What, what would it be like to be my own boss? And I can remember my instructor, like like the person I told you that I went to work for him and I finally bought the school from, I used to have a lot of uh, conversation with him. He says, Greg, you know, what do you want to do? And he was a go-getter. Greg, he just, he told me straight out, I just want to be a millionaire and I want to do this and that. He built a good organization, sold some schools here. He went down to Florida and, and did great there. And I said, what do I want to do it for? I says, you know, and I thought about it, I thought about it. I, said, I, I want to go and just do something that's fulfilling, um, gives me income, and just gives me, you know, what I would call success in life. And success, some people equate it to just financial, but I, I, I think if you wake up in the morning and you're a happy individual and you're going about your day and you're doing something that's meaningful, you're getting paid for it, I mean, what's better than that time, you know? I, I, so, yeah. I mean, being in that position, I, I say, I, I, you know, people say, oh, you're successful. I'm successful because I'm happy with what I do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and there's not a choice in your life. You're going to because you have the passion. There's not a choice of being successful or not successful because you got too much going for you. But if you're fortunate enough to be doing something you're passionate about, that's not really a job. It is, but it's, you know, something that you love in your life. If you have that, then you just put all the pieces together. You start, you keep learning. You keep watching your business. You, you keep growing. Listening to individuals like yourself, because I'm going to tell you something. I'm not just saying this. Listening to you, I could listen to you for hours. Tom. It, you have these little things that just get me thinking. Some things I've heard before, I said, man, you just you get, you re, re, restart that thinking process. Oh, my God. That's something that we, we've got to really hit on. We, we haven't done that in a while. So, yeah, business acquaintances, you know, surrounding yourself with, like, motivated people good people so yeah it it is a mindset but you need to be surrounded by a village of the same people and you know here's a good question though Uh, what do you do for your clients when it's all said and done we've talked about this what do you actually do for your clients and that here's our clients are, well, actually, who, who, who are they? What's our customer profile? We've got parents, actually, right? or grandparents, someone who's here investing in their child's future. They're the ones that are paying, paying it. But who are we actually trying to reach? This child. And my whole thing is to prepare this child for what goes on outside there, outside those doors. Here's my school. They're on the mat. They're learning. What goes on out there in school? On, and I, when I say play, it's like the playground, sports, any extracurricular activity. Boom. Getting them prepared for success out there. They, they, we get them to understand, hey, you know what? Life is going to be kind of tough, but if you're tough on yourself, you're going to make it. You know, and we have a little saying that if if you 
hard on yourself, things go easy. You take it easy, things are going to get hard. This is a concept that I, you know, I, I see so many young people that think that it's just like, well, I'm going to be a, a, an influencer and I'm going to be on social media. I'm going to do something to do that. Look for the easy way. Rather than understanding that, you know what? It's all about work. Hard work is what's going to get you there. And just want to be successful in life. And if we can get them, and we start them at five years old. We get them between five and 17. We can sort of prepare them. Along with parents, it's, it's, you know, like you said, you, we talk about it takes a village. Parents, uh, educators, us, everyone plays a part. But we try to have a, a hand in it and get them ready for this thing called life. You know, they leave us at 17. They're either going to college. They, some of them work for us. Um, they may stay, stay close by and go to college nearby. But whatever the case is, you know, we want them. Hey, you have got to get a handle on, on, on life. You've got to get a handle on life. Yeah. And it seems to me uh, what we've talked about this, the discipline of martial arts creates that getting ready for life because you need discipline in anything you do. Um, Would it be fair to say when you really break it down, the, the, the service or the product that you're really selling is getting them prepared for life in discipline, the disciplinarian area? Yeah, almost definitely. Under, <clears throat> I mean, I can say we have the perfect vehicle for forget for doing that. But you could say the same for gymnastics. You can say the same for you know sports. You can say the same same for music. It's just taking that attention and detail that that the habit of excellence. Because Tom, you know, excellence is a habit. If you let this little thing slip by, say, oh, it's okay. Oh, for my house, you're letting little things get by. Mm, it's a bad habit and that, and that habit grows but if you're constantly saying hey no i want it this way this is what's going to happen you square things away then you develop that habit of excellence we take it from the physical saying okay no strike here oh that doesn't look good it looks almost like a lazy strike I here do it this way now how would you do how would you equate that to, to, to your homework how would you if you had chores at home would you pay the same attention to detail if you can get them to understand that 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 excellence becomes a habit. You know, it's something going to carry through to everything they do. So yeah, that that's what we do. Yeah, you make a good point about other areas of the discipline, meaning sports. I mean, I was an athlete. You obviously are an athlete, and and that discipline and getting these kids young to make their own decisions to have, yes. yeah to to know that it's their responsibility to make sure their sneakers in the bag to make sure they get there don't be late all that stuff that really resonates and you live with it for it's a lifetime thing so um who is a good candidate for your services young young kids and from 5 to 17 years old those those are the candidates of a, 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 a parent you know or or um, a guardian grandparent whatever is looking for a child and say, you know what? They need a little more focus. You know what? They're a little hot. They need a little more self-control. You know what? They um they, they need to get fit. I mean, all these things, we, we like cover them all. And 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 Tom, isn't that what life's all about? Like mind, body, no matter what you're in, you've got to take care of your body because your your mind, the only way you're gonna get to do anything is through your body. So the two are they're like hand in hand. You gotta take care of both of them. So um, yeah, that I think that that having the the martial arts is that vehicle. It's to me, it's perfect. <laughs> you can't tell that. I can see where the parents when they uh, I've attended my grandkids' 
karate lessons over the years. And I can see as a grandparent watching them uh, listening intently to their instructor. And uh, the parents have told me, you know, they start to get that fact of responsibility because the instructors are so focused and disciplined and it rubs off. They see it. It's impressionable. Yeah. Um, yes. Which is fantastic, you know. And uh, so why is your firm, American Karate Center, the place to go to get this service? I think we have a genuine want, desire for them to succeed. Um, when a child comes in, you know, the first thing we, we, we see is, okay, what are their motor mechanics like? What's their personality like? Um you know, what's this child all about? And, and, and we genuinely want, genuinely want to see them succeed. So in, in, in the martial arts, you know, there's grading systems. You, you start at this rank and then you get the next rank and you go up to the next rank and, and go. So when we see them getting these ranks, these, these belts, if you will, going from one to the other, we look at the growth. We see how are they doing in class? Are they following protocol? Are they respectful? Are, how are they doing? We even pay attention to academics. But we want to see how's this journey in you know, we follow through with that, but we, we tell them, we ask me why I say it's a genuine concern. And I tell my, my instructors, if people work for me, says, if you're not caring, if you don't really care, if you're just here like for a paycheck or whatever, this isn't the place for you. Cause I want you out there with those kids. Like, Oh, I was with you. You know, you got that hug, you got that follow through, you got that. Yeah. How are you? That's the exact same way I want you to be. So I think that's what separates us. Cause my, anyone in my, in, in the organization, anyone in an organization, they um, they have that that attitude, you know. Hey, man, it's 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 all about the kids, and they truly enjoy it. They see kids coming up and say, "Oh, that's that's so awesome! They did this, they did that." We have so many vis visitors, like alumni, that come back. You know, they they studied and now they've gone off to college, and so I think what separates us is that it's it's a deep feeling that we have a deep desire deep, uh, um genuine feeling that we really really want to see them succeed what's better than that Tom? what's yeah. better than that, that you know that person come back and say yeah I, because of you i did this this and this so. yeah. and, and you know the audience is listening to your passion and explaining that and i've heard that uh being with you in person and it's certainly uh contagious bill russell used to have this contagious laugh every time i heard him on tv laughing i would start laughing well you do the same thing with your passion about this and um so Ilya, we're coming down to the last few seconds is there anything you would like to leave with the audience as far as a message i will put your website and contact information in the show notes but is there anything in particular you would like to end the show with um we kind of sort of hit it in the beginning you know if, if if you're able to do something you're passionate about there's nothing better in the world but just follow through surround yourself with good people um and always be a learner i i can't stress that enough always be open receptive to, to people trying to help you for it to input from 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 good people you know, uh, i i'll leave you with this too i just did a video on uh unawareness in other words good businessmen know what they do very well but they don't learn enough about the outside world in their business and all of a sudden they're getting hit blindsided because they're not paying attention 
So when you get a, ch a chance to talk to business people, it's always good to start being aware of the un unawareness, and that keeps your business afloat. But I'm going to leave it at that. Iliad, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. This was fantastic. I'll get it up on the podcast, and uh, I will give everybody the contact information. So thanks for coming in. Tom, thank you very much for having me. Thank you You're very welcome. much. You're welcome, Iliad. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner, or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.